The Life, Love, and Leadership Podcast is a presentation of Marissa Q. Payne International, Dr. James Payne Speaks, and the Foundation for Successful Marriages with Rare Gem Productions. Learn more at SuccessfulMarriages.org. And here are your hosts, the doctor and the missus, Marissa Q. Payne and Dr. James Payne. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Life, Love, and Leadership with Dr. James and Marissa Q. Payne. I am Marissa Q. Payne. And I'm Dr. James Payne. And we're super excited to have you back with us for another thrilling episode of the Life, Love, and Leadership podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the party. A word of advice. You need a notebook for this podcast. Trust me, you need a notebook for this podcast because... In between all the laughing, we tend to drop some real nuggets, tips, tools, resources you can use in life, love, and leadership. And you don't know when they're going to happen. So just grab your notebook or hit the subscribe or follow button so you don't miss a single tidbit. Mm. Husband, yeah. what's the big idea for today? Well, today we have a special guest. You asked for guests and I have delivered. <laughs> Today, we have a special guest joining us today to help us better understand the money dynamics in relationships. You know, money is one of the leading causes for uh, relationship failures and breakdowns. So I Mm -hmm. think really understanding uh, how to effectively partner with your mate uh, and coexist in the area of finances is absolutely critical to relationship success. Good stuff. Yeah. So we're going to spend some time unpacking that today. Kathy Williamson is in the building. Kathy Williamson is in the building. Kathy has really helped us get our money right. Is our money right? Why are you looking at me like that? Because I just said our money was right. So if I just said our money was right. Well, we don't want to make Kathy look bad. So, yes, (laughs) Kathy has helped us. (laughs) You know what? In full, actually, now that I think about it, we have actually come a long way. We are still making progress, but we have come a long way. Sometimes Um, I wonder if we live in the same life. Just are we you, in the same experience? I, I'm I'm critical. I am I I'm critical, or I think critically. So yes, I'm always thinking about what else we're working on. But you are right. Kathy has been a godsend in our finances and in our life, and so um, it was. It's our pleasure to have um, our yeah. financial planner and advisor with us. Absolutely. Today. But before I get into that, as always, I got to know what's going on in that pretty little head of yours, uh, sweetheart. What's going on in that? head today so it's fall Mm. like fall fall leaves off the trees election time halloween like holiday plan and what happened to the year fall Mm. that's what's on my mind i don't know what happened to the year like it seemed you know it was like going really really slow Mm -hmm. and then now it feels like it's over. Wow. And it's like speeding by in rapid succession. I don't, I, this year has been one for the ages. Yes. (laughs) It's been an incredible year. Uh, Definitely one for the ages. And it's been long for me. Like this has been a really long year for me. (laughs) It's, and the thing about it is that, you know, cognitively we know it's the same amount of time as it is all Mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. Because 
It's 24 hours and every yeah. day. <laughs> wow. That's that's special because what that means then is your experience and what you go to can add some frame to how you interpret and contextualize your days. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. Absolutely. I, I promise, like, you know, I'm every day I'm like, hey, because I often say, like, happy Tuesday, happy Thursday, or what have you, and I always have to pause. I'm like, happy um um, <laughs> you know, to figure out because it's just like it's just it's really bizarre. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I am I'm working on 2021 yeah. now. Like it's happening for real. I I I don't understand. It's but but I will say that in hindsight, I was I was um coaching a leadership group recently and we were talking about it. They were talking about how they are leading their teams mm-hmm. and through, you know, all of the, you know, ickiness that is this time and some really great ideas about how they're showing up um, to support the mental wellness Mm -hmm. and the stress and strain um, on their staff, just some really inspiring ideas. Mm -hmm. And um, we were talking about, you know, sort of the humanity that has shown up this year and the grace that we've had to give um, to employees that are, you know, doing virtual learning and home Mm -hmm. with kids and, you you know, um, unprecedented grace furloughs and just, you know what I'm saying? Just, um, and, and it's like, if there's anything that carries over from COVID-19, that, that humanity in leadership should be one of them, Mm. you know, just how we treat and treat each other. Um, at least the, on the good side, there's, Mm. you know, obviously not all leaders have shown up that way, but for those that have, you know, um, one of my, uh, CEO clients was talking about, you know, their staff have been virtual since, um, since March and he did, you know, like a porch drop off, Mm. um, where he just took like, you know, the favorite treats of his team members and just went by and dropped off, you know, and had like a porch exchange Mm. with each of each of his employees and they did selfies and things like that. Nice. Um, I know. And uh, another CEO talked about um, using their professional development funds and letting the staff use them for wellness. Mm. Um, So some of the staff were taking like art classes and some were doing massages and things like that. Very Mm -hmm. non-traditional use of the funds. But who we need that like that is critical to be able to survive um, in this age. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just, um, just the humanity, yeah. you know, um, they're taking out closing, you know, for, um, weeks of the, the full week of Thanksgiving, whereas they wouldn't have normally done that, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, and, and reconsidering how they're doing, um, PTO, um, carryover. Some of them are saying, you know, well, yes, we're going to allow it. Some of them are saying, no, we're not going to allow it because we want you to unplug mm-hmm. and stay away from the zoom yeah you know so um it's it's a it's it's different times mm-hmm. um in life and love and leadership yeah no <laughs> and, and i think so much of that is uh really folks starting to embrace the reality that you know we so human resources is 
kind of a functional uh, term that we use to describe people within yeah. the organizations. But really, when you break it down and really unpack it, it's, it's a human exactly that is a resource and asset to your organization. And all uh, you know, people make organizations go. And so, spending time to make sure that your people are well uh, ultimately is helping yourself, helping your business. Uh, and I'm happy to hear that that's happening in your sphere. I love it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I'm also kind of just thinking about um, holiday, you mm-hmm. know, what will holiday celebrations and things like that be like mm-hmm. in the season of COVID? Yeah. You know, um, so, so yeah, yeah, just starting to think about that. We don't have like huge family gatherings, you know, for us, but I know for some they do and traveling and all of that. So yeah. just starting to think about that, too. Yeah, man, man. Yikes. What about you? So what's on my mind? I've been reading this uh, quote. Uh, <laughs> You've been reading a quote? Yes, uh, because I, so the, since the Einstein episode. Yes. Uh, where, you know, he said he wasn't especially brilliant. He just spent more time sitting with problems, sitting with ideas. Uh, I've become more reflective. <laughs> Uh, and just spend I'm more time. So just, it's not that you sit up and find quotes to talk about this segment. You just sit around reflecting. Not to say, I mean, you do read I'm a, a lot. very reflective person. Okay. I yeah. believe that. That yeah. is true. So I'm just teasing. Anyway, <laughs> I was looking at this quote, and <laughs> the quote said this it says, uh, Wisdom <sighs> is seeing tomorrow's consequences in today's activities. And I've, I, that was so poignant to me because I think so often we don't associate or, or, or we don't think about how what we do today is connected to our outcomes and opportunities uh, on tomorrow. Uh, and so just really being thoughtful and connecting the dots, uh, and particularly to goals. Say the quote again for me real slow. Wisdom. You know, for the people in the back. Wisdom <laughs> is seen Tomorrow's, tomorrow's consequences, consequences for today for today's activities got it so what you do today will impact what you have access to and are able to yes. do tomorrow I so got it. yeah 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 so uh that that goes across a lot of veins and we're going to be talking about money today so one of the veins that comes across for me if you don't uh act in some semblance of a responsible manner with your money today you won't have any tomorrow <laughs> uh and <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, you know, really being thoughtful uh, and wise about how you manage today. And I'm trying to slow down uh, and really, really, really be thoughtful about how I steward and how we manage uh, resources across the board. Mm. Uh, you know, at, at one point I, we had a conversation. I was going to go out and I had this car in mind. It's this super duper car. I'm, I'm not going to name it, but it's a bad ride. I was going to go get it. I, I, you know, I was just going to pick it up. I was going to do it. And, you know, my wife, she wasn't thrilled, but she wasn't going to really fight me no more on it. She was just going to let me go to the lot and pick it up. And then I, I said to myself, I said, I had to get disciplined. And I said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm going to lay out a plan uh, to put it into a spending plan to actually make that purchase instead of just, you know, making that whimsical purchase. And I think she appreciated that. Let the church say amen. amen. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still going to get my car, but I got it on a spending plan and in a way to do it responsibly. And we can both feel good about the purchase. And I'm not riding down the street grinning and she, you know, throwing popcorn at me or something like that. <laughs> 
so so just kind of processing across the board um, what wisdom looks like and making sure that you're being thoughtful about how whatever you're doing today and understanding its impact on tomorrow and all of your decisions. I think that's my encouragement to you today, and that's what's on my mind. Hashtag adulting. Adulting. <laughs> what's the big idea? What's the big idea? What's the big idea? What's, what's the, the big, big idea? <laughs> All right, so we are so excited to welcome Kathy Williamson to the podcast. Kathy, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. <laughs> How you doing, Kathy? I am well. Good, good. good. Kathy, tell us about you and your practice um, in your own words. Okay. Well, my name is Kathy Williamson. I am CEO and financial advisor, one of them, at Williamson Financial Management Group. We have been in business uh, since 2005, but I've been in the industry since 1999. So a little bit of experience uh, going through some uh, wonderful times with all sorts of clients. Yeah, helping them uh, navigate the waters of the financial pictures in their lives. Got it. So you said financial advisor. I think that's a great place to start because I feel like people um, sometimes kind of get confused about the terms Mm -hmm. Um, financial advisor, financial planner, um, you know, just kind of can you tell us a little bit about, you know, what an advisor does? Sure. Well, uh, when when I speak of financial advisor, (laughs) I'm speaking of a person who is licensed Uh, to do that in particular. Mm -hmm. Uh, They will help you invest. They help you analyze, look at what you have, um, and and put the best look on it so that you can reach your goals. You know, we sit down with you and just, really, I want to hear. I want to hear you talk. Because in your conversation, you're telling me a lot of things that you wouldn't necessarily say uh, out loud, but um, I'm listening for certain things so that I can help you and help you reach your best outcome. So uh, the planning part of that, you know, uh, I'm a financial advisor and I'm also a planner, Mm. but there are people who are certified financial planners as well. Okay. So uh, that's just another level of certification that people have. uh, And there's value to that as well. So plant financial planning is like, is that budgeting? Yeah, and it's a process. Okay. Yeah, it's a process, really. I look at it as a process. You know, we hear what you're saying, and we're going to develop a plan, a lifelong plan, uh, for you to reach the goals that you have stated that you want to reach. Got it. Or at least, you know, we're going to make our best effort to help you get there, okay? Mm. There's certainly no guarantee that it's going to happen because life occurs in Over time, people drop off, they come back, all types of things. Got it. You know, but yeah, it's a plan. It's a process. Got it. Hmm. So who needs a financial planner or financial advisor? Everybody. Everybody. Everybody Hmm. with money. (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't have any money Uh and you want to accumulate some money, you need one. Wow. Hmm. So it's not for rich people. No, it's for everybody. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. And I think that's a big misconception 
that people think you have to have a huge amount of money in order to uh, have a plan or work with someone to get straight with your finances. I know Marissa and I, uh, when we were in a much different financial position, uh, started working with you and, and kind of talking out loud about what we wanted to do. Uh, and, you know, so, yeah, I, I definitely subscribe to that. Train wreck. We, that's what we were, a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> Our first yes. day was very interesting, yes, to was. say the least. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. It was. I think we were referring by our tax accountant. I was early in business and I, I don't even think I had started the business. No, that, oh that was gosh. part of the plan. Yeah. Once yeah. we started talking, yeah. uh, that quickly yeah. became part of the plan. You kind of mentioned that you had some thoughts about doing something different. Wow. And it came to pass, and yes. look at you now. Mm. Oh, my gosh. So it's been like a decade it's since been we've a while. been working yeah. together. <laughs> yes. But I am a tuck my, I don't like dealing with m money mm. stuff. Um, like, like I, you know, I'm a planner, so I have a spreadsheet and a budget and a plan, but like, once it got beyond, you know, we've we've purchased real estate and we have like a, I'll have a spreadsheet of the debt. But then like I can get overwhelmed by all of the decisions that need to be made and in what order. Mm -hmm. So we had children. We had college. You know, oh, you're supposed to have a savings. You're supposed to do retirement. You're supp like all the stuff. And then I'm just like, OK, I'm out. Like <laughs> I just, you know, and he wants to, you know, then he's like, no, we need to invest. And so it can just, you know, get kind of mm -hmm. overwhelming. And I think that's kind of where I was. And then it's like, OK, you were just like, just give it to me, <laughs> you know, which is I think is not what you expect from traditional advisors. You know, I think that that's what we love and appreciate about your approach that you were willing to, you know, take you know, our mess and work with us um, carefully through, you know, that growth process. Because mm. I was a mess. Yeah. I'm still a mess, but <laughs> I'm making progress. But it is, it is like, it's, it's a process. Yeah. And you have to take the steps that you have to take. It's always going to be different depending on the people. Mm -hmm. I have some people who are just super organized. They know everything down to the penny. I just sit there and I'm like, wow, this is going to be so easy, mm -hmm. you know? And sometimes it is really, really easy. Mm -hmm. And then there are opportunities. And we take those opportunities and, you know, um, make something out of it. Mm -hmm. wow. And as long as people are consistent mm -hmm. and they want to do it, then I'm I'm ready to do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm ready to do it because I see and I love to watch the light bulbs go off. I mm. love to see the realization that, wow, this works for me, too. Wow. Wow. Kathy. Uh, now, why do you think uh, money is such a big critical issue for couples to align around it? And, and what are some of the, the uh, more prominent barriers that you've seen and kind of working with couples trying to get their money right? Money is very intimate mm -hmm. and very personal. Mm -hmm. It's the thing that 
early on we were taught, we don't talk about it, right? So probably your parents didn't talk about it much. Mm -hmm. um, maybe they hid sure. some things. And so you thought it was always going to be the way that it was for your parents if it was a good thing. Mm -hmm. And you thought that same thing if it wasn't a good thing. Mm -hmm. So you developed a mindset Money around it. it. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And so part of what we do, we want to change your mindset. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, when you have couples, you've got these, most of the time, opposing views <laughs> on money. Mm -hmm. And while you're in the, you know, falling in love stage and engaging stage, you know, and I'm not a psychologist, so mm -hmm. this is just what I've observed over time. Mm -hmm. Okay, over the last 20 years of sitting with couples. <laughs> I don't know. I think if you work with couples and money, you it's right. You might not be a psychologist, yeah. but you psychologist adjacent. Right. Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> you, you deserve an honorary. <laughs> I, I do. Uh, I listen and I look and I watch exchanges and things like that because that lets me know where I need to go, who I need to approach, and how I need to approach mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. Because that becomes, you know, the end goal is to get everybody here, mm -hmm. you know, in the middle here somewhere. Uh, so I do listen a lot and um, pay attention. Yeah. And I do a lot of that. So, you know, because it's so personal and because it's, it's based on what your environment has been mm -hmm. growing up, mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, while you're coming together as a couple, we don't necessarily want to put our bad sides out there yeah. or, you know, we don't do that. We're very engaged in the, the physical, mm -hmm. the all of that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, emotional, all of that. So money becomes the last thing we want to talk about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But truth be told... You know, you need to find that piece out pretty quickly here yeah. because it's really difficult if you decided that you loved someone already, mm -hmm. you know, and then they come with this baggage that you didn't know about and you don't find out about it until after mm -hmm. you've gotten married. There's a trust issue now. Yeah. You've created an issue. Somebody has created an issue. Yeah. So what are some good questions um, you should be asking when you are, you know, getting to know somebody? Um, what are some good financial questions to be asking? Well, I'm a very direct <laughs> kind of soul. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I might not be the right one. No, you, you're exactly the right one. <laughs> I, I really want to know what are your thoughts about money? Mm -hmm. I want to know from you, you know, how was life growing up mm. with finances? What are the things that happened to you mm. as it relates to finances? Mm -hmm. Because that tells me how you're going to handle some things. Interesting. Mm. When you make major purchases, mm -hmm. you know, some like James, you were just speaking earlier about a vehicle. Mm -hmm that I'm going to decide is somewhat costly. And as your financial advisor, you have not spoken to me <laughs> about that <laughs> to see if that's really going to fit. So we're going to have that conversation. But I do appreciate the, the dialogue that you all were willing to have mm -hmm. on it. Okay. And then get to a common point here. But those are things you need to know prior to. Mm -hmm. I've sat with people and, um, I, I kind of sat with a couple pre-marriage, and one party had gotten a settlement. Mm. It was a significant amount of money. Mm -hmm. The other party was working, you know, two jobs, 
to make sure that they could pay for the wedding. Mm -hmm. And this person had not, you know, the one party had not told the other party. Mm. I said, well, they they told me, but didn't talk to each other about it. And I had to explain to them, you are now creating an issue here. Mm -hmm. And you're not married. And I said, when are you going to tell the other party? Well, I'm like, no. Well, you could probably say by my voice it was a female. (laughs) (laughs) And the male was working hard, you know, to pay for this. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that those dynamics necessarily would have changed. (laughs) It would have meant to me that he could have still decided, well, that's awesome. Yeah. But I'm going to keep doing this. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I'm the provider here. Yeah. Yeah. And so that would have, you know, set the tone for that particular relationship. Mm -hmm. That's so good because we talked about that in our um, episode when we talked about cheating. Oh, okay. And what um, the definition of cheating and it's about full disclosure. There are different types of cheating. And it's like basically if you're. You know, being dishonest um, for personal gain. I think that's a really great example of that, you Mm -hmm. know, um, that you're not necessarily sharing or bringing the full story to light. Right. right, For, you know, personal for your own gain or what have you or for whatever the um, motive was. But it's like, yeah, you got to bring it to the table. We can decide what to do with it. Exactly. But the point is to 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 share. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So when you get into those type situations, you know, you're going to start off in a very ugly way. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you start hiding yeah, that's cheating. That's a form of cheating. It's dishonest. Yeah, you know, dishonesty. It's just being deceitful. Yeah, it's all those things. You really those character traits that you don't really want to have. Yeah, you know, and you know, you need the other party needs to decide if they want to be engaged with you, mm-hmm. because that goes a long way with a lot of other things. Yeah. You talked about goals. What mm-hmm. kind of, um, what are some kind of common goals that um, people set um, when they're working with a financial advisor? Well, um, things like how much money are we going to spend mm-hmm. on any particular item? Or where, what's the dollar amount that we can spend on our own without having a conversation with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, so what's, what constitutes a major purchase? Mm-hmm. Uh, how do we feel about buying a home? Mm-hmm. You know, how much do we plan to spend on a home? Because if you're at 700000 this person's at three. Mm-hmm. That's a huge disconnect there. Mm-hmm. And you've got to get there. Yeah. Okay. What are we going to do as it relates to the children, mm-hmm. if there are children? What are we going to do? How are we going to approach paying for college? Mm-hmm. Are we expecting the children to put some effort into this mm-hmm. by getting a job or something? Mm-hmm. Or are we going to pay all of it? And what are the consequences of both mm-hmm. of those things? There are consequences behind what you do mm-hmm. for your children. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's always this like argument. Like you were just saying, talking about consequences. Yeah. 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 You know, if, if a young person always has everything done for them, mm-hmm. what are they going to do? How are they going to handle life situations that are going to be very real? You won't know what they are, but they will show up. How are you going to respond? How mm. will your child respond to that situation if you are not here mm. or if you're not able to support them through that? Mm. Right. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so there are consequences. Yeah. You know, we, we talk about enabling a lot. So we don't want to enable our children. You know, the whole cocoon thing, you know, if you have to, the butterfly comes out of the cocoon, the struggle, you know, that story. You've heard that. Yeah. It, it's very real. Mm-hmm. And I, I witnessed that over time. Yeah. With people with adult children. Yes. I have witnessed that and I have <laughs> cried. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I have cried because of the things that occurred mm-hmm. after the fact that you could not fix for them. Wow. You know, so you have to really, so those are things we talk about Mm. in financial advising. How do you know, like what, how do you advise couples on like what order or what do you do when there's disagreement? I think that that was one of the questions that we got from one of the listeners about when there's disagreement between goals. Hmm. So, like, I want to work on, you know, college, but my partner wants to work on retirement. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you know, sometimes you'll I'll say to them, if there's a set dollar amount of money that Mm -hmm. you have available, Mm -hmm. let's allocate some here and some there. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, along the way, I want to show them if you do this thing, you know, allocate money towards retirement on your job, you know, outside of your job, and you both do that, it's a long-term situation, so you should certainly do that. Now, if the other person wants to work on a degree or something like that, Mm -hmm. the other part of that is most likely that person will be able to bring additional dollars into the household, Mm -hmm. which will benefit you as well. So my, my goal would be that you get to a point where you can do them both. Hmm. You know, just because you disagree doesn't mean that you can't still accomplish both things. Mm-hmm. You might have to sacrifice something else. Mm-hmm. I'm really big on saying, well, you know, maybe for a couple of years you can't take trips. Mm-hmm. Okay. Woo, Kathy. I know. <laughs> I said that for you, Marissa. Yeah. <laughs> I know you well. <laughs> But, you know, but again, you oh, might have to make a sacrifice to get to a particular place. Mm-hmm. Now, having said that, Marissa, I do know <laughs> that you made some sacrifices <laughs> a while ago, right? <laughs> so that now you're able to do some things that you want to do. <sighs> and so, you know, you just have to, Some there's always give and take in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I've never seen one that didn't have give and take. Yeah, yeah. I, what I love about this is that, um, like you said, everyone can benefit from, you know, uh, having and working with a financial advisor. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like um, not a mediator, but it's an, a, a third party expert, at, you know, um, supporter for the stuff that can get in the way of your relationship. So in a lot of ways, it gives accountability and support to the relationship. So rather than you all just sitting there falling apart, you bring someone else in that you get that extra, you know, um, wisdom and advice um, in your situation. Um, and I, I think that's really, really helpful. And you have like lifted up so many different examples and we haven't even talked about all of them you know I'm thinking about like life insurance and um you know there's so many life situations that happen um throughout your life cycle um and it shifts and changes and the different priorities and things like that that just make it really important um and I think that that's why 
money is such a um at the top of the list of why relationships can fail, but mm-hmm. they don't have they to. They don't have to. Yeah. 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 Kathy, there are uh, really two ways to earn money, um, either people at work or money at work. Ooh. Uh, and so we understand what it means for uh, people to work for money. Uh, but what are some strategies and ways that uh, we can encourage and employ uh, people to, regardless of where they are on the financial spectrum, to get engaged in putting their money to work for them uh, so they have something working while they're sleeping? Absolutely. And that's the whole investing piece. Mm. That's the investing piece. So, you know, um, you, you always want to make sure that people are okay on one level, mm-hmm. savings and things like that. And you also then want them to invest. And there are different, uh, I guess, ideologies about it. Some people say you have to save first and then invest. Mm-hmm. Well, investing is a time mm-hmm. thing. So I'm going to say you need to do them both mm-hmm. simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Find your comfort zone as to how much money you have to have in savings. Work towards that. But the investing piece is a time-driven thing. Mm-hmm. People make money over time. So... Um, Regardless as to where you start, like 50-year-olds, they, they're always, they'll say, well, it's just too late. No, it's not too late. you got to work a little harder at it, mm-hmm. but it's not too late. Mm-hmm. So you want to start investing. Investing is an ideal way to have your money working for you all the time, and it does literally do it overnight. Mm-hmm. It really mm-hmm. does. So if you start to invest right now, you know, and you've got a 10, 20-year time span, mm-hmm. I always say having some money is better than not having any money. Mm-hmm. So if you were to start right now over the next 10 to 20 years, mm-hmm. you can put away a substantial amount of money. Mm-hmm. Now, the younger you are, certainly, mm-hmm. it's easier because you don't have to put away as much. Mm-hmm. But I try to encourage people to just start and be consistent over time, investing. And now the whole investing thing is investing in the market. And yes, it's scary to people. Mm-hmm. But I always say everything can be scary yeah. to you. you know, And you don't have to totally understand it because you will learn it over time. Mm-hmm. We look at if you go to the doctor, you don't know everything that they're saying to you right then and there. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, if you had a problem, you will understand it more and more because you're constantly talking to them about it. Mm-hmm. A financial advisor should be available to you that you can talk to them, that they are teaching and training you along the way mm. as to what to expect when the market goes down, mm. because good things are happening when the market's going down, and what to expect when the market's going up, mm. that it will eventually change and go the other way. Okay. And that's why consistency with investing is so important, because okay. you make money that way. Mm. So how much does it cost to work with a financial advisor? Well, (laughs) uh, it costs less to work with a financial advisor than not. So that's just one of those things I'll say off the bat, because Mm -hmm. a lot of times people will come to an advisor after the fact. Mm -hmm. And that's the more difficult time. Mm -hmm. So like when you're making retirement decisions, Mm -hmm. you certainly want to talk to a person, you know, prior to making the decision because they can help you decide if that's something you really can afford to do or maybe you need to work another year or so to clear up something. But let's get back to your real question. Mm -hmm. Uh, Advisors charge in two different ways. Uh, They charge commissions 
which is what had been going on for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. So if you make a purchase, they're going to charge you a percentage, and that's that for the most part, okay? But then now we have management fees. So that really develops more of a partnership with your advisor that, you know, you're paying them uh, fees for assets under management. So mm -hmm. your fee is based on how much you're actually investing. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay? Uh, and then you can also hire an advisor to talk to three or four times a year to make sure you're on track. Uh, you have clients that will have two advisors. One is kind of back-checking the other one. Mm -hmm. You know, you can do that as well. Okay. So um, there's a lot of different ways to uh, pay an advisor to work with you. It. It's just going to be whatever, you know, will work for you at that particular time. I have them come in and we'll do an hourly fee mm -hmm. if they just want a plan. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, if they need a massive plan, then we charge a big fee, get it all done. And then the goal is to help them get through this plan over a period of time. Got and it. then I have people who just, I saw this stock, I'm interested in it, and I just want to buy it. I don't want to do anything else. You know, I don't want to talk about anything. You could charge them a commission Got it. on that. Hmm. Got it. But ultimately, if someone is interested in learning more, how do they reach you? Well, I do have a website. Okay. Uh, it's wf-mg.com. I have a phone number. <laughs> <laughs> 314-972-1992. Got it. Uh, so, you know, and I, I'm a talker, as you all know. Uh, so I love talking on the phone to people. We do Zoom calls right now in this um, era of COVID uh, in, in an effort to protect people, you know, as best we can. So we do a lot of Zooms. We do a lot of phone calls. I have people in different states. I've never seen them before, mm -hmm. but we talk on the phone. Well, now we do. We Zoom, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, before, we just talked on the phone, and I've never seen them in person. So uh, Love that's it. how we can chat. Awesome. Thank you so much. We yeah. covered a lot of ground. <laughs> and there's so um, much more. I know. Yes. Like, we covered a lot of ground just like at the highest level. But I think that this has been really like um, insightful in terms of um, alleviating people's concerns about working with someone mm -hmm. and kind of sparking interest in like all of the different areas and nuances that can um, really hurt a relationship, but it doesn't necessarily have to. You know, what to talk about before you get married, when you're in relationship, um, the th kinds of things to work through and be talking about during your relationship and really even you know, as you're thinking about retiring and how to prepare and plan for that, uh, it's a lot. And it's no wonder it's high on the list. Um, but when you, you know, approach it directly, like you said, it's personal, mm -hmm. but um, it doesn't have to be devastating. Yeah, it's personal, uh, but it can't be secretive. Uh, full disclosure is the order of the day, uh, especially as it relates to finances, uh, because, again, without it, it's going to create this huge elephant in the room. That's going to be a problem for yeah, you. Yeah, and don't be like me and hide, hide behind, you know, like hide about it, you know, like ignoring it, I guess is what, what I'm trying to say. I was know? about to say, you got a stash under the pillow. You <laughs> no, ignoring it. You know, we, people have debt. You've mm -hmm. got, you know, I think you can be embarrassed really mm -hmm. easily to be embarrassed about your situation, especially when you sort of, you know, quote unquote, know better. Um, so you don't, you just kind of like, 
don't talk about it. Push it over to the side, you know. Um, you know, like us, we have definitely more educational debt than we prefer. Um, and I just... I don't want to deal with it, you know, um, but to really make the kind of progress, like like she said, having goals, you know, and figuring out where you want to be. You got to bring it all, put it all in front of you and just face it, you know. Um, and what I also like about Kathy's approach is that you can do multiple things simultaneously. It's not this rigid Oh, you've got to do pay off all your debt. Well, if I have to pay off all my debt before I start saving, we ain't going to make it, you know, or or it will take a very long time or a dead auntie that I didn't know about and a big old inheritance. So, you know, that was kind of discouraging that I have to do one thing at a time, but I can actually take a little piece and work on this goal and work on this goal and do that one at the same time was much more relieving. So I really needed to find someone that I could trust that I could be honest and transparent with and then just you know begin to face it so I appreciated that awesome. and we appreciate you yeah. thank you Kathy thank, thank you so you. much for being with us thank you we got homework this week yeah so for <laughs> homework this week uh, we want you to spend some time uh, talking about your beliefs and assumptions around money so this is really opening up your money story and really uh, getting clear about what you have come to know and believe and accept as true uh, regarding money based on your background and the same with your mate uh, and once you've kind of crystallized that have that conversation with each other so you know where the other person is coming from when money comes up as an issue uh, and like we talked about a few episodes ago uh, it's not so important to only know know the what, but understanding and unearthing the why is important as well. So this week, talk about your money story. Absolutely. Money mindset. Love it. We will continue the conversation as usual this Thursday on our Facebook page at Successful Marriages. If you have follow-up questions you want us to share with Kathy, you can send those to us um, at SuccessfulMarriages.org or you can DM us on Instagram or Facebook. Share this episode. Don't keep it to yourself. Share it with someone who needs to hear it. And we will see you same time, same place next week. See you. Bye. This is Life, Love, and Leadership. The Life, Love, and Leadership podcast is a presentation of Marissa Q. Payne International, Dr. James Payne Speaks, and the Foundation for Successful Marriages with Rare Gem Productions. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube to learn more about our guests, show notes, services, events, or to get involved, visit SuccessfulMarriages.org. Life, Love, and Leadership is another positive production of Rare Gem Productions. Thanks for listening.